Then we're going to try it again. And see. Okay, I'm back on. Let me know if you guys can see me. It went all the way in the red, so obviously YouTube is having issues again. Let me just refresh my page real quick. And let me know if you guys can see me. Okay, I don't know if this is working. Let me see. Yeah, it looks like YouTube is bugging again. Yeah, it keeps kicking me off, so I don't know if maybe there's a lot of people on around this time. Can you guys see and hear me? I think it has me on there now. I'm back. Okay. We're going to try it again. Make sure my stream, my screen thing is recording. Okay. Okay, cool. I can't control it. It's YouTube, you guys. Until I can get my own streaming website, there's not too much I can do. So I'm going to try and keep going. So anyhow, um, we're going to talk about the whole Shane Dawson thing. And we're going to talk about old school YouTubers who basically were calling him out years ago. So what we're going to do... What we do here is go back, 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 back. Okay, enough of that, because you know we can't play too much music, honey, okay? So, yes, we're going to go back. First and foremost, sorry to everybody who sent the super chat already. I wasn't able to read them. But um, I want to go ahead and shout out Ms. Gremlin. She hit me up today in my DM, and she was like, do you remember this YouTuber named um, Kadar Howard? And I was like, I don't know the name. I'm not really sure. But then when she sent me the link, I was like, okay, I do recognize him. I've seen him before. And she was like, yeah. He was calling out Shane Dawson years ago. So we were talking about that and then it reminded me of the whole situation that went down 10 years ago on YouTube between Shane Dawson, Dave Spates, and Mr. Shy City. Okay? Good, I'm in the green right now. To all the old school YouTubers, for the people who've been here for a while, put a teacup in the comment section if you remember the big blow up. That happened with um, when Mr. Shy City called out Shane Dawson for his shady ways. I want to know if anybody else remembers that. This was years ago. Thank you, Chef Disaster. Yes, please smash that like button. We got close to 2,000 people back in here. Okay, so, okay, good. So I'm seeing a lot of teacups. So you guys do remember that. Okay, so if you guys do not know, Shane is definitely going through it right now. Um, Sanders Kennedy just reported that Target is cutting ways with Shane because Shane a few years ago went on a book tour and a lot of these girls from the book tour, um, in the meet and greets are saying that when they met Shane, he did a lot of really disturbing things, the things that he was doing, the way he was hugging them. Here goes a really disturbing picture. <clears throat> this has surfaced on the internet. He posted this and he wrote typical meet and greet. Um, and then he says, hashtag not cool in three days. And then if you see her shirt, it says Shane Dawson sexually harassed me. So 
a lot of these disturbing pictures are popping back up. A lot of just crazy videos I had never seen before. Like I said, I remember even being subscribed to him at one time when he first came on YouTube and, you know, things like that. But by like 2011, it was just getting over the top with his antics. But YouTube had continued to push him through the algorithm. Um, shout out to Alexandra. She says 1999. She says, hope you're having a good day. I'm having a great day. Thank you so much for the super chat. I really, really appreciate it. Selena T says, hey, T, I've been watching you since 2011. I've watched how your channel has grown and flourished into greatness. Blessings from London. Thank you so much. I truly appreciate it. Thank you for being an OGT sipper. So, um, so this situation is crazy. So this is what Sanders reported earlier. This is a message from Target. So Target Media Inquiry says, Hi, Sanders. Uh, following up on your request for comment regarding Shane Dawson's books. You can attribute the statement below. And then they say, um, we're committed to creating an experience which all guests feel welcome and respected. We're in the process of removing these books from our assortment. So this is becoming a real serious situation. Um, yeah, he, he's the one who got the exclusive. You got to give people their props, right? So this is becoming bigger than just Twitter. This is becoming bigger than just T. Now you have a major corporation like Target saying, you know what, we're backing the hell up off of Shane Dawson because the stuff that's coming out is very disturbing. But what I find very, very funny is that black content creators have been calling out his behavior and other people's behaviors for years and they went ignored, okay? So like I said, what we gonna do, honey, we're gonna go back. So um, shout out to Ms. Gremlin. We had a good conversation and then it just, it just brought me back to 2009 and, and how things were, a lot of nostalgia. So let me start with this video from um, Kadar Howard. He had um, made this video back in 2009. Now, he didn't say a name. He wasn't trying to be messy. And he was taking ownership for basically dealing with that individual. Okay? So I'm going to play a little bit of what he had to say. Oh, I'm sorry, not 2009. This was back in 2013. When he had his issues with Shane. So give me just a second here. I got a lot of videos and everything else. Okay, let me make sure y'all can see everything. Okay, so y'all listen to this real quick. Very political in terms of YouTube. When I said that the girls, it's business, it's not real, it's fake. What I meant is this. When you see these people on YouTube, from my own personal experience, not hearsay, but from what I saw, it's very business-oriented. These so-called friendships are not real. The girls talk about each other like dogs. I've been there for it. They'll talk about you like a dog one day. The next day, you'll be in their video on their Instagram. It's a mess. Um, and it's just not a very nice... When I was there, it was very toxic it began to rub off on me even. Like, when I was in the thick of it, it was not something that I was proud to, to be. Like, when I saw who I was developing into, I didn't like the person that I saw. I didn't like the characteristics that I saw. I didn't like it. Um, so I was glad when the universe kind of created a situation to where I had to be pulled out of that because it was just very nasty. And... You know, my own personal opinion, 
Because a lot of these girls are monsters. That's just my own personal opinion. A lot of them are monsters and they're not who you think they are. They're not the personality that they portray on YouTube. Everything that is not good, I have seen it with my own eyes. I've heard it with my own ears. And I've also participated. And I'm not proud of that. But if I'm going to talk about it, I'm going to keep it very real. And I'm going to be very raw and open and keep it real. It was wrong for me to participate. It was wrong. There's no way to justify it. It was wrong. But all I can say is now I'm the... Okay, so you guys heard what he had to say. Now, let me explain this to you guys real quick. Let me come back on the screen. When he came out with that video years ago... Now, he's an OG. He's been on here for a long time and everything else. Um, he never mentioned Shane's name, but a lot of people knew he was talking about Shane because they had worked together. Um, and then after that, he kind of got blackballed. Okay, he kind of got blackballed in this whole YouTube bullshit. Okay, so he was one of the ones who was talking and spilling tea on Shane and Shane's character, calling him a monster way back then. Okay. So now fast forward um, to today, he came out with a live stream. So that's the live stream that my subscribers sent me and was reminding me about the whole Kadar situation because I had forgot all about it. So I want y'all to go ahead and watch this really quick. Give me just a second here. Yeah, the whole Shane Dawson thing going on and Shane, this is your dead reckoning bitch because I was always the bitch with the crosshair on you bitch you just didn't see that because once i saw who you really were girl it was finished for me the thing with you is i tried to give you a chance i reached out to this bitch a little while ago maybe i don't know like a year or two ago just to see if if, if she had changed because i already knew i was going to guillotine her ass if she didn't change because i don't give a fuck i'm like okay i've read plenty of girls before she ain't no different <laughs> but it just was the wrong time. Had I would have read her sooner, it would have it would have came across like, oh, she's bitter because she went out there and she didn't it didn't work. So now she's bitter. So if I gave it in my mind, I figured, okay, she think I just let it go, but I didn't. How I was really thinking about it was, let me give it some time after it ain't when it's clearly dead and gone. So when I discuss it, it'll be like, okay, what nobody even thinking about this? So now you know it's not because I was trying to get the clout off the situation because if that was the case i would have did it right when it happened right when i was out there you know what i'm saying but her and her mama and her whole family is a fucking racist bitch <laughs> girl you know i lived with this queen and her mama is batshit crazy and when i say crazy she needs to be medicated she needs to be medicated like yesterday everybody loves her mama but her mama is crazy okay and that was one of the reasons because i almost got to a fight with her brother and her mama i couldn't stay there because when my car got totaled this bitch made it all about her. And she tried to use that as a reason for me to go. I'm like, oh, no. And Brie Esprig, I'm taking you, too. Because that was the thing that really made me feel like, you know what? You's a fake bitch. You's a fake, pasty white bitch. And I'm coming for your head, too, bitch. Oh, you think just because now Shane is going down that you get to try to, like, now you get to come out? No, bitch. Because you know what? You came to me and you told me that that nigga was out in L.A. trying to ruin my name. So you knew exactly what he was doing. So you could say, oh, you're not going to let him throw Mal Shauna Malcolm under the bus, a bitch who knew he was racist, who sat up there and let this nigga slather her in butter and syrup on TV. So what, you think she didn't know about that? She sat there and let this nigga make her into Aunt Jemima. But All right, y'all. Let me, let me stop. That's too much tea. Stop, Kadar. <laughs> I'm telling y'all.
y'all. This is old school for all you new kids who only know Shane Dawson for makeup and thought that every time somebody was saying this dude was never into makeup, he just he his personality just changes with the wind. Y'all thought everybody was hating on Shane. Oh, poor little Shane. That's Grandpa Shane. He's the grandfather of the YouTube space. You know what I'm saying? How the hell is he a grandfather at 30-something years old? He's not the grandfather. Okay, he just has a lot of followers. He's just been doing this for so long. But yeah, he got that boy blacklisted. You know, so it's just been a lot of dirty shit that Shane Dawson has done. So now, we're going to take it all the way back. Okay, this was even before the Shane Dawson Kadar situation. So somebody says Shane Dawson is in here. I don't think he's in here, but if he is, hey, Shane, how you doing, baby? Welcome. Grab a teacup. Grab a seat, honey. We're going to take you down memory lane, boo. Okay. Oh, damn. I got a bunch of super chats. Let me read some of these. Give me just a second, you guys. Um, Fatty French sent $25. Thank you so much for the super chat. I appreciate it. Um, live from NYC says, I'm starting to notice a lot of influencers are starting to apologize before someone exposes them. Exactly. Like we've been saying, 2020 is the year of exposure, honey. Um, that guy from Texas says, I was subscribed to Jenna Marbles until I found out she was a WS. I didn't know that. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for the super chat. Um, Desiree Holiday says, my husband and I love, <coughs> love and appreciate your content. We watch and discuss your videos every day. Thank you for your A1 journalism and reporting a true trend center. Thank you so much, Desiree. I really appreciate it. Thank you for the super chat. Um, Dre Johnson says, I have been watching for more than five years and I put my sister on stay blessed. Thank you. I definitely will. And thank you and your sister for supporting my channel. Truly appreciate it. Um, let's see here. Creative Ideas sent a $20 sticker. Thank you so much. Um, Masson Young. I know I probably butchered that name. I apologize. She sent $9.99. Thank you for the super chat, sis. Um, Carmar Casa says, hey, T, love from Florida. Sending you some positive love. I love you. I love you, too. Thank you so much. So I'm going to read the rest of the super chats in a minute. Um, let's keep on with the show here. So what's going down is this. No, they, they wrote WS because I don't want to read that on camera because, you know, they, they get the messing with the stream. So we got 7,000 people watching. Please make sure you guys like the stream. That brings more people into here. That brings more eyeballs on the stream. We're going to go ahead and take it all the way back, okay? Go ahead and play my little song, honey. What we do here is go back, 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 back. <laughs> Turkin in my seat. Okay, so before the first stream got, you know, cut off, uh, put a teacup in here once again. If you guys are old enough to remember when Mr. Shy City blasted Shane Dawson on behalf of um, David Spates, put a teacup in here. Honey, it was crazy times. This was back in 2009. This was 10 years ago. I'm trying to find my dang chat box. Hold on now. Okay, there go the teacups. Oh my gosh. We got a bunch of uh, super chats here. Let me go ahead and read these ones. Um, 
Hold on here. Jesus Mills sends $99.99 again. Says, hey, T, it's an honor to support you because I su could you support us with news? God bless. Thank you so much for coming through again with the $9.99. With the $99.99. <laughs> Y'all not get tongue-tied when I say that. Thank you. I truly, truly appreciate it. Thank you so much for the support. Um, let's see here. We also have a, a full $100 super chat. That's a little bit easier to pronounce. Um, I am who I am says... Hey, T from Michigan, just catching your live. Stay positive. Keep grinding. I definitely will. Thank you so much for the support. Thank you for the super chat. It means a lot to me. So thank you to everybody who's sending, you know, super chats and just coming through. Um, we have close to 7,000 people in here watching. So let's go ahead and um, I see a lot of teacups. So a lot of people do remember. So let me let me refresh the younger generation because we got a lot of young tea sippers, honey. You know, when it went back in 2009, they was probably nine years old, okay? So this is what happened. Back in 2009, like I always tell you guys, YouTube was not a commentary platform. YouTube was, what was about comedy and sketch. That's what most people did on YouTube. So some of the top sketch comedians on YouTube were black YouTubers, so you had David Spates. Oh, my God. I used to love watching the Black Cat in the Hat. He used to do this crackhead series. He was just funny. You had Ace of the Comic, Kevin Kraft. Um, who else? It was so John Ollie. It was so many dudes back then. And they were, they were like, taking over YouTube. It was, like, the black comedians. You know, Daystorm was in the mix. Daystorm probably went the most um, commercial out of all of them. But those were fun times. Athey and Crockett, he he started on, well, I don't know if he started on YouTube, but he was making YouTube videos back then too. Like, that's when it was just about fun, being yourself. It wasn't about the money. It wasn't about, like, sponsors and all this shit that they got now with, like, celebrities and ABC and Ellen DeGeneres. It was original content. Like, it was such a good time, okay? And... It was where we really used this platform to have dialogue with each other. Who remembers when you could do reaction videos? I remember the dude from Philly. Somebody said the dude from Philly. I remember him. I remember him. Hot damn, uh, hot damn I rock. I remember him too. Trey Melvin. Trey Melvin been on here. Uh, Swoozy. My son was a big Swoozy fan. We got a chance to meet him a while back. So it was a lot of people, right? So remember what we could do? Not reaction videos, but... Like, y'all, okay, y'all are thinking reaction videos, like I watch a video and I make faces and I react to them. That's not what I mean. I mean response videos, sorry. They were called response videos. Who remembers that? So what we would do, like, let's say I make a topic, right? Like, right now I'm talking about Shane Dawson. And so if you wanted to make, uh, if you wanted to join in the discussion, you could make your own video response to me and it would show up underneath my video. And so we would cross promote each other. You know what I'm saying? So you it would be like this. Remember that? Okay, good. Y'all do remember it. Okay, so it would be like this community. So let's say we're talking about, you know, um, you know, black women issues or black men issues or, you know, just whatever viral story. We could do reactions to each other. But then what started happening is people started clicking up. People started, you know, going out for their subscribers and, well, I'm bigger than you. I got more subscribers. I don't want to approve your reaction. I mean, excuse me, your response video because then my subscribers might come to you or they might like you better. I remember being so hurt because there were two big black YouTubers. One was a female and one was a guy. 
that I really enjoyed their content. I was a fan of. And so they had made a video about a topic that went viral. Everybody was talking about it. And I made response videos to them. I sent them response videos. They approved everyone else's response but mine. So, like, I'm like, wow, it's really that dirty? Like, you see me as some type of competition? Like, I'm just trying to, and I didn't have a big subscriber base. I was just trying to make, you know, do my commentary with them. And they refused to approve it. And it was so funny because years later, I, I met the guy and, you know, I mean, I was cordial, but in the back of my mind, I was like, yeah, I remember when you denied my shit. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, it was, no, I'm not going to call out no names. We're not going to be messy. But, um, you know, it was just a fun time back then. We didn't take ourselves too seriously. I could literally just lay in bed and, and look crazy and roll out of bed and make a video. Nobody judged you. Now you have to be A1 before you come on camera, right? So, um... What ended up happening was basically David Spates had a channel called Laugh a Little, Pee a Little. And I'm telling you, it was such a funny channel. I'm not sure what happened, but I guess he accidentally deleted the channel. And I think back then maybe it was easier to do. I don't know if his baby was playing with his phone or something. But the channel got accidentally deleted. So what happened is that when Shane Dawson was coming up and trying to do skits, he was connecting with the uh, black content skit people. He was connecting with those content creators. Is YouTube booting people out? Just hit refresh and come back. Like I said, everything is being recorded. So it's going to be re-uploaded. So anyhow, when he first was out, David Spates basically, you know, hooked him up. Like gave him a shout out. Was like, oh, there's this really cool dude, Shane Dawson. He's making really funny skits. Y'all should check him out. Because at that time, David Spates was the big homie. You know, I think he had like maybe 60,000 subscribers. See, back then it wasn't people out here with 14 million subscribers. Like to get a million subscribers back then was a big deal. So the average person who was considered big on YouTube, you were considered big if you had 50,000 subscribers. That was a big deal back in 2009. So back then, David Space had like maybe 30,000. Shane was just starting. And so he looked out for him. You know, gave him a shout out, sent people his way. And then when David Spates' channel got deleted, he asked Shane. Like, hey, can you go ahead and shout out my channel? Let your peoples know. You know, kind of return the favor like I did for you. Shane claims he didn't get the email. Side eye, a lot of people weren't buying it. So David Spates never said anything, but Mr. Shy City Man, okay, that was my guy. He made one of the first viral videos in the black section of YouTube. He was a, a black content creator, and back then he would go around giving out money and giving out food to the homeless. He was doing it from a very genuine, uh, sincere place in Chicago. You never saw his face. He would just talk and hold the camera and talk to people and show you around Chicago. Who remembers Mr. Shy City? And he's a subscriber of mine. He still watches my videos. He, you know, he still comments. He's a really cool guy. And so um, I see a lot of people saying that they're getting kicked out. It's ridiculous. I see it getting, it's jumping from like 7,000 to 5 to 4, back to 7. But anyhow, I'm just going to keep going. So he made a video called YouTube Exposed. And this was like one of the first viral videos. I mean, not like, you know, like cat videos and all that, but like just like, you know, from a black person on YouTube in that sector. And so 
what ended up happening is in that video, he basically called out Shane Dawson for not reaching back and trying to help out Dave Spates. And it caused a huge fandom war. It was crazy. Y'all remember that? Okay, good. Good. S, um, SJ says they remember. Sam Rose says they remember. Okay, perfect. This is way back. Um, let me go ahead and play you guys the video. Give me just a second here. And don't worry if you're getting booted out because everything's going to be, I'm, I'm going to show everything again. So just give me a second. Get all this stuff set up. Mr. Shy City, man. <laughs> he used to have me cracking up with that. Okay. Let me hit this. So, let me find his video. All right, y'all listen to this real quick. So, you keep thinking that if you can get a brother like me to make the videos the way you want me to make them, it'll bring all types of money to the website. When in reality, it has nothing to do with the way we're making the videos. It has to do with the fact that you're not including everybody in on this website. Imagine if you had 500 to 1,000 people that had a half a million subscriptions apiece. Well, then it would never matter who posted what because you'd be making money hand over fist. But you can only get to that point when you start including everybody on the website. You see what I'm saying? Start putting that spotlight all over the place. See, every time I come to the page, I see the same four people being featured. Every time I come to the page, I see the same four people being promoted. Now, a lot of people are going to hear this and say, oh, okay, so Shy just wants to be put on. That's what this is all about. Hell no. I'll be the first one to tell you I was born a blue-collar brother. I'm a die blue-collar brother. This is the end of the road for me. I got nothing else. You know what I'm saying? I don't have the talent, the skill, or creativity to be on top of the YouTube game, let alone any part of the internet or any internet platform. But there are real, everyday, humble individuals who have superstar talents that you haven't even tapped into yet. You see what I'm saying? Why can't you feature Timothy De La Ghetto, David Spates, Charles Trippy, Kevin Kraft of Kraft Nation, Atia, Tanya TKO, Gia TV, Denise Vlogs, just to name a few. Gee, why not even the amazing atheist? Don't get it twisted. Homeboy that says some things that made me want to get at him. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, I respect his ability to use his own logic to come up with his own life meaning. I mean, like, you got to respect the brother for that. You know what I'm saying? And he does it in a way where he doesn't even have to get violent. But see, you won't feature those people or put them on the front page because you keep thinking that the average YouTuber doesn't want to see that. When in reality, those people make up what the average YouTuber really is. Do you see what I'm saying? And it shouldn't take a brother with no business degree to tell you how to run this situation so you can make it more profitable for yourselves and make it more fun for everybody else. And to the people on the website that's getting this money, yo, we got to start being more supportive with each other, man. It's really never supposed to be this competition situation. I mean, I'm just going to be real with you. I remember back in the day when Shane Dawson didn't even have half the subscriptions that David Spates had. And he used to hit him up all the time asking him to get him a plug so people can find out about his page. 
And I remember David Space being so cool about the situation, he gave the kid a half a video. For half a video, he told everybody how cool he was. He was really talented. Check his page out. Next thing you know, Shane Dawson doing his thing. Can't hate on the boy. 600,000 subscriptions strong. And then as soon as David Spates' page gets deleted by accident and he hits up Shane Dawson and says, could you just give me a small plug, even a quick mention, just two seconds, letting people know I'm alive and I'm doing my thing and I'm about to get back on here as soon as I can. He told him, nah, I'm not going to put you in my video. I'll give you a Twitter mention. Hmm. Because it's all competition now. You feel what I'm saying? All right, you guys. So you guys just heard that. Give me just a second here. So that was Mr. Shy City. He was going in, okay? He was keeping it real. Um, Sorry to everybody that keeps getting booted out, but like I said, you'll have to catch the replay. Y'all know YouTube be on that funny shit. <coughs> sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But um, he was saying some real stuff. So he was calling them out back then, and like I said, it started like this huge war with people were going in on Shane, um, saying that that was bogus because David Spates did look out for him. And then when it came to Shane returning that favor, he didn't do the same for David Spates. So then basically David Spates was trying to keep himself out of the situation. He really didn't want to be involved with the drama. So let me go ahead and play you guys just a little bit of what David Spates had to say. So give me just a second here. You know, both parties, you know, contacted me and, and talked about it. And, okay, and, and, and this is what I get from both parties, okay? Shy City being being a, a caring individual, which he is, you know, what he said because that's the way he felt. That's a brother that wears his emotion on his sleeve. The way he goes about it, hey, that's his business. He's a grown man, okay? He don't give a fudge if you like him or not. That's, that's Shy City. Shy City, man. Um, so also was contacted by Shane and he was asking me, Hey, what, what's up, man? He's saying this and that. And okay. According to Shane, he either didn't get the message when I asked for the shout out or misunderstood what I was saying. That's fine. Hey, look, if that's what he says, I'm a roll with that. I'm a roll with that. I got, I got no problems with him or anybody else. So, you know, you know, we Twittered or whatever back and forth and now the message is very clear. Yeah, man, yeah, I did. Hey, if you didn't get it, you don't under didn't understand. That's fine. I'm, I'm not tripping. But uh, you know, since you now clearly understand, yeah, you go ahead and uh, give a brother that shout out. You know, telling people where to find me or whatnot. You know, whenever you're ready. So we, it's, it's all been discussed. All right, it's been squashed. Him and Shot City are, are no longer going back and. All right, you guys. So you guys just heard what David Space had to say. Like I said, I'm <laughs> I'm bringing back old school YouTubers. That I see a lot of babies in here. Like, who are these people? I've never heard of a David Spates or Mr. Shy City. And you know, these are like oh, these are the people who basically paved the way for your favorite people that you see today on YouTube. A lot of these YouTubers did nothing more than social climb. And you know what's so sad about the situation? Like, I thank God every day that I'm still here. You know, after all these years, because most of these guys ended up either just falling by the wayside. They got very frustrated. You know, they just kind of fell off. They don't make videos anymore or they just moved to different platforms. But what's really sad is Shane Dawson has close to, I want to say, maybe like 19 million subscribers. I might be off, but he has millions of subscribers in the double digits. 
David Spates, the man who basically gave him a leg up, is still to this day, 10 years later, sitting at 186,000 subscribers. Mr. Shy City, 10 years later, never made it over 200,000 subscribers. Um, Kadar Howard is still sitting at 127,000 subscribers. I, we've all been on here around the same time. Okay, he's at, oh, 22 million. That's crazy. Shane Dawson has 22 million subscribers. I've been on here just as long as these fellas. I have yet to make a million subscribers. Jackie Ina has been doing makeup on YouTube for years, for close to 10 years. She's only at 3 million subscribers. So you cannot tell me that there's not certain things that they do and there's not certain people that they push through the algorithm. Okay, Shane's friend, Blair White, has only been doing YouTube for a few years and she's already at 900,000 subscribers. Just a few months ago when I last watched her, when she was talking about the Malik Yoba situation, she was only at 600,000. Now she's about to be at a million in less than a few months. So it's just like, you can see the things that they do. It's, it's very systematic here. You know, so when people are like, you should be at a million, why aren't you at a million? It's all systematic. These fellas, they should be the ones sitting at 22 million. Shy City had a viral video that every, when I tell you, everybody took to that video. I will never forget. This was back when we could email each other on the back end of YouTube. And I remember I was so scared to email him because I was, you know, I was just, I was a young lass. Okay. I had like maybe a hundred, no, like 800 subscribers. I was just a wee lass. I was a nobody. Okay. And I remember I emailed him on the back end of YouTube because you could email people directly. And I was like, I really love this video. Thank you so much for speaking the truth. It's really unfair what they're doing to people on here. And guess what? He replied back. He actually replied back to me. And I've never forgotten that. I've never forgotten that. So when I found him again and I seen that he was following me and he was leaving comments on my videos, I was so happy because I remember that interaction. That's why I always say you got to watch how you treat people because you never know where, where somebody may be in the future. You know, at one point he was up here and I was down here and, you know, it's kind of switched. I mean, as far as YouTube, I'm not talking my life, just as far as YouTube. But because of his kindness that he showed me all those years ago when I was a quote unquote nobody and he still wrote me back and had a decent conversation with me. You know, what I'm saying he didn't brush me off like, oh, you don't have a blue check mark Oh, you don't have a verification. Oh, you don't have, you know, 30,000 subscribers. Don't be in my, you know, emails. He didn't do that. So that meant a lot to me. And what is so funny is while I was on his video, I'm about to show you guys something. You guys are just going to, well, you may not laugh. It made me laugh because I'm just like, damn. It just brought back a lot of nostalgia. But peep this real quick. Let me, did I post it in here? You know what? Uh, no, it might be on my desktop. But it was just funny because I found my original comment to him. Oh, here it is. It's on my desktop. Hold on. It might kind of be big on here. Oh, nope, it's not. It says it right here. 10 years ago, I wrote that on his video. I said, the realest video ever. It's to the point now that certain partners have two and three pages, and it usually happens after they pull a FTS. YouTube has really fallen off. Thank you, Shy City, for calling out YouTube and these phony-ass partners. Okay? That was my comment to him on his page 10 years ago. So to see that, I was like, oh, my God, memories. Memories. 
<laughs> I mean, just straight nostalgia. I was just shocked to see that comment pop up. Because, you know, so when I tell you people have been calling out this dude's character, you guys, don't fall for the hype of, of Twitter and all these people like, oh, my God, I had no idea. Oh, my God, I didn't know. People have been calling out Shane Dawson's character. Kadar called him a monster years ago. But now that Blair White says it, it's supposed to mean something more. Now that Twitter says it, it's supposed to mean something more. Do you guys understand that this man has always had a shady character? He's always done like a lot of crazy characters. And then you had his one black friend, Shauna Malcolm, who was just, you know, his sidekick who excused his behavior. But for years, people sat back and watched. I'll never forget there was a white dude that used to drag Shane Dawson. I was subscribed to him. He stopped making videos years ago. There was a, a big ranting community. That's what they called them. It was a bunch of white boys, and all they did was rant. I mean, it, it could you could be like, oh, my God, it's hot outside. They would make a 30-minute video on why it's hot, why they're mad. But they were like a ranting community, but they were funny as hell. But there was this one white boy. He used to keep his foot on Shane Dawson and I, Justine, and all those other people, right? And I remember him saying, he said, Shane, you want to be famous so bad. You think that you're going to make it to television? How are you going to make it to television when you sit around in blackface? That shit is racist. You do blackface, Shane. This white dude was saying this years ago on YouTube, dragging Shane every time he would see him in blackface. So I don't want to hear all this shit about people didn't know. Just like with Onision, all of a sudden people didn't know. Oh, I had no idea. No, you guys just ignored it because they were popular. How does a man who, who was never even a feminine, you know, gay man, initially when he came out, he was straight. Then he came out as bi. And he was able to create a whole makeup line. They ended up selling a million pallets in 30 minutes. They say that Shane Dawson walked away with $8 million. So, again, that goes to show you white privilege. But y'all will sit here and say, oh, there's no such thing as white privilege when there clearly is because this man has been able to reinvent himself not once, not twice, but multiple times after doing shit like this. And let me just show you guys some of this stuff here. After doing stuff like this, he's still able to change things around and still benefit from it. It's, it's just comical. It's, it's very comical. My damn chat box keeps disappearing. Give me just a second. Make sure I can play this back for you guys. Down. Look at me, I'm eating sushi. I like to make my eyes all Japanese. I mean, that was, that's what that man did. He clowned everybody. It, it didn't matter. I'm trying to see. There was another one. Here goes another one. But everybody's playing crazy now. It's just the strangest thing. Calm down. There's plenty of my shit to go around. Nigga just had Chipotle's. Calm down. There's plenty of my shit to go around. Nigga just had Chipotle's. Like, he's always done this. Now, I can admit, you know, 
especially once I stopped following them, there's a lot of videos I didn't see, like the Willow Smith one and things like that. But for the most part, he's always done stuff like that, you know, make, made fun of different races of people and just try to put it in the guise of comedy. But a lot of the, the pedo stuff that he does, that's not comedy. And like somebody just wrote in the chat, that was as early as 2016. People are acting like all these skits are from 2009, 2008. People are legit acting like, oh, that was such a long time ago. No, it wasn't. 2016 was just a few years ago. Miss me with the bullshit. And he was still able to reinvent himself and become a makeup guru. And has his makeup being sold at Morphe and at, you know, national stores and everything else. It, do, it doesn't make any sense. Y'all laughing at how, how I said long? Because people act like it was so long ago. No. When those black YouTubers were calling them out, that was a long time ago. All his bullshit has still been in recent times. So people need to people need to stop it. So now let's go ahead and talk about the Blair White situation. So for y'all who don't know who Blair White is, Blair White is a transgender woman. <clears throat> and basically she talks about like, you know, just a lot of different issues. You know, I've watched a few of her videos. I haven't watched them all. Um, but she talks like a lot of issues concerning like the transgender community, LGBT. Um, she calls out predators and people who sexually abuse young people. So she got involved trying to call out Jeffree Star. So let me go ahead and show you guys what she had posted on um, social media. Mind you, this is after many... People have called out Jeffree Star. So on Twitter, she wrote, Jeffree Star is a monster. Quote me. Okay. Then she says, I was recently manipulated. That is every white YouTuber's favorite word, honey. Everybody's manipulated. Nobody's grown. Nobody wants. Oh, Jeffree Star got into my brain. Oh, oh, it's me. Anyways, she says, I was recently manipulated in a huge way. And I was told information by him that's been making my stomach turn for almost a month. Now I'm watching him allow my friend Shane to be destroyed over some shit he caused. I'm scared to speak up, but I feel disgusted holding my tongue. Then he goes on to say, um... Uh, Sorry, she goes on to say, I spoke to Shane during the Tati Jeffrey James drama. He was devastated that it was happening and he expressed genuine shock at the extent to which Tati came for James. Did Jeffrey orchestrate it? Probably. Did Shane, in my opinion, know? He told me that no one deserved what was happening. That's what I know. Okay. So then what ends up happening is that Blair... Um, Hold on, sorry. What ends up happening is that Blair ends up coming out to do a video. And in that video, I'm not going to play the whole thing, but she's basically calling out Jeffree Star, saying that Jeffree Star, you know, manipulated her on a FaceTime, only talked to... I don't, I don't understand how you can only interact with somebody one time and they just have this power to just manipulate you. Did he manipulate you or was it because of his money, power, and status that manipulated you? 
Because if I don't know somebody from a can of paint, you're not going to manipulate me into shit. I don't know you. So I, I just don't get this whole, you know, song and dance. Everybody wants to pull out the violin and start strumming. Near, 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 near. I was manipulated. I didn't know. Just like with Ashley Kyle. Was getting all types of tea and receipts early from Jeffree Star. Made 30 grand in one month. And now wants to play victim and say she too was manipulated. Like this is not a movie. This is real life. Y'all act like Jeffree Star is Regina George. Who all has been victimized by Regina George? I too have been victimized. Like come on. Stop it. Just take personal responsibility. You were gassed up because somebody with a huge following, a, a, a huge makeup line, called you and you and you threw common sense all out the window. Let, let's just keep it real. Let's start with the whole, I was manipulated by Jeffrey. No, you were gassed up by Jeffrey. So she says that Jeffrey called on FaceTime and basically manipulated her and told her that he had receipts on um, James Charles that James Child had basically, the R word, somebody, another famous YouTuber. She said that um, she listened to it and she confirmed that it was a real voicemail. But she has integrity, which I will give her props for. She didn't record it. She didn't screen record the FaceTime. You know, it was just a normal conversation. That's how it should be. She wasn't out here trying to record conversations. So she just was like, you know, I don't have proof because I don't do that. So it was just insane. So in the middle of her talking about that and calling out Jeffrey, she makes her video. She's editing it. Then she gets onto Twitter and she sees the shitstorm that's going on with uh, Jada and Jaden Smith calling uh, calling Shane Dawson out for doing that that nasty thing. I don't know if I can say the word, but y'all know the video that I did where he's pretending to you know Jay off to Willow Smith. So when she seen that, she had to come back and basically distance herself from Shane because her whole platform is built on calling out, you know, sexual predators and things like that. So she felt like she was like really between a rock and a hard place. So let me go ahead and play you guys this video. I'm a Blair White talking about this situation. Give me just a second here. I got so many videos up. Okay, here we go. Let's go ahead and set this up, honey. Okay. Ooh, hold on. Ooh. Okay. And I don't know what's going to come from this, but I feel there are certain probably elaborate on here because I know not everyone watches the entirety of YouTube videos, but I feel you probably should for this one. I just want to say that I see everyone sending me messages asking me to address the Shane stuff, particularly the clip justifying pedophilia, etc. And I understand that it's something that I need to 100% address. I pride myself on being a loyal friend, but there's a certain point which betrays myself if I allow it to be perceived that I endorse that or condone that. And I really, really don't. Certain things can absolutely be explained away as humor, and maybe in his head that was humor, but that one in particular, and then the Willow Smith thing was like, dude. And I get it, I have a channel. Like, I attack people for predatory behavior 
way less severe than that. So it does look crazy on my part if I don't say that that was bad just because that is a friend. So I'm here to say that was really bad. Particularly the podcast clip endorsing pedophilia. He kind of just went on and on and it was really bad. And if the Smith family can't forgive him for the Willow Smith thing, I don't see why anyone else can explain it away as just funny or a joke. So I want to say that if you guys want me to do a video, I totally will. I'm highly, highly considering it because how can I not with the kind of channel that I have? But it's very painful to see that coming out about someone that I liked. Today's video was by no means easy. I am not a drama channel. That is not to shade drama channels, but that's really not what I do. But like I said, there comes a point where if you're going to let me know about crimes and expect me to be silent, I'm, I just I can't. I don't know if Jeffrey took me for someone who hears that kind of thing and is able to not take action, but I think normal people, when they hear about these things and are shown receipts of these things, they kind of have to act on it. I can't imagine keeping that in. I can't imagine I did keep it in for over a month, but it's made me sick and it came to this point and I don't regret what I said. What I said is 100% the truth in my experience and it is what it is. I am resentful that I'm put in a position where I have to speak out about these things. I'd prefer not to. I'd prefer to not know what Jeffrey told me. I'd prefer to not have to condemn a friend for this stuff that's coming out, but here I am. Now, if I'm going to put up a clip of Peaches endorsing pedophilia or go into all the things Onision has done, big and small, that are predatory, obviously I can't be silent about this because if I do, then I might as well just delete my channel now, right? All this just sucks so much. And today is not a good day for me. So oh, I'm kind of losing it because I know I did the right thing in my heart, but it hurts so bad to speak a word against Shane Dawson because he's done so much for me. And if you would have told me a year ago I had to say any of the things I said about Shane, I wouldn't have believed it. But I have to stand by what I think is right, and I have to lay my head down at night. And this is, people treat it like it's tea, but this is all very serious subject matters. Jeffrey is a demon, and I don't know what to think of Shane anymore. very many friends I always joke about that but it's for real and there's nothing that puts a knife in my heart more than having to say a bad word about a friend but <laughs> <laughs> not the soundtrack honey okay I'm not laughing at at Blair crying but you know it's very interesting that now everybody's crying tattoo tears and you know nobody knew that Jeffrey was you know this horrible person until all this stuff came out. Now they're, you know, now everybody's saying he's a monster and a demon. And, you know, everybody's using my word. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> you know, I'll call somebody a demon quick, Cody. But, um, you know, all jokes aside, at the end of the day, I understand why Blair had to come out against Shane. Because you can't run a channel where you call people out on predatory behavior and, you know, sexual abuse and things like that. And then when it's your friend, it's crickets. It will look hypocritical. But my thing is, she shouldn't have got involved sooner than she did. Okay? 
I can see her speaking out now because the Willow Smith thing. But who told you to come out talking about you had receipts about Jeffrey and Jeffrey's a monster? You inserted yourself into the drama. You may not be a drama channel, but it was like nobody. Nobody at all. Here comes Blair White. Jeffree Star is a monster. And I got the voicemail. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, wait, what? Where did this come from? And you only did that because you were trying to protect your friend. Where if you would have looked at his background and really dug into him, you would see he has a lot of issues. He had a lot of problematic things. And I believe that maybe Blair knew some of the problematic stuff, like the racism. And that was kind of okay. Because, you know, everybody, for the most part, is okay with racism. You can always kind of, you know, you can always kind of wash that off. But it's kind of hard to be okay with pedophilia. It's kind of hard to be okay with sexual abuse of children. You can't kind of, you know what I mean? You can't walk a gray line with that. And so what ended up happening when she started crying, people started exposing her. Now, like I said, I don't watch Blair... You know, I've watched a few of her videos, and I thought she, you know, I think she has a good personality, great content. So I didn't know any of this stuff until today, okay? So don't come for me like, oh, you know, you didn't know that about Blair? No, because I don't watch her like that. Like I said, I only really ran across her when somebody had sent me her video when she's talking about the whole Malik Yoba situation. But this is what people were writing about her on social media. So I, I don't know what is going on with these influ with these influencers anymore. So they're saying that... Daily reminder that Blair White is a racist, alt-right, pay con artist. The only reason she rebranded was because the algorithm changed and she couldn't monetize hate speech. Blair was so infamous, the only person the only person she looked good next to was Onision. So I was shocked when I seen this trending on Twitter. So in this thing, she's responding to somebody... And this was, I don't know what year this was, but she's saying gas them when they're talking about, um, you know, how to like figure out how to do things in like a nonviolent way or whatever. And then they found this tweet from 2017 and it says, if he ain't Aryan, we ain't Marion. So I don't know, like, is Aryan another word for white? Like, that's just kind of weird. That somebody would say if he ain't Aryan, like, why don't you just say if he's not white or I want to date within my race? Why use a trigger word like Aryan? Because that reminds me of the Aryan nation. Or maybe I'm just the weirdo, but that's what it reminds me of. So I thought that was kind of weird. And then they found this. I guess her and Tariq Nasheed were going back and forth at some point. And Tariq says some of these white supremacists in Cleveland... Might use that Facebook killer as an excuse to shoot random black people. So please be careful out there. And then she says, you're a effing animal for politicizing this. The man in Fresno should be Alal Akbar and killed three. Okay, hold on. The man in Fresno shouted out Alal Akbar and killed three whites. I can't wait to hear how Islam isn't violent. You can't be racist against whites. And then... Um, she made this, it's supposed to be a joke, I guess, because she goes by the name Blair White, but on here it's Blair Black, and it says intersectional, transfeminist, depressed, mentally ill, hashtag Black Lives Matter, non-binary, dragonkin. So I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? 
So I'm, I'm like just so confused. Like what? Like, and shout out to all ten thousand people in here. I, I just, I'm just confused. Like what? Like we, these are grown people. We're all adults here. It's just strange. But these are the people that they get that get pushed through the algorithm and you know get all types of support. You know, and the thing is, she's already in a marginalized group because she's trans. So why even sit there and throw shade towards other marginalized groups? That doesn't make any sense to me. She should understand how it is to be marginalized. You know, so the whole situation is crazy. So basically, from her getting herself involved in this, now she's trending on Twitter and people are digging up all her old shit. So it's, it's a hot mess. It's a hot mess right now on social media. So we got over 10,000 people on here. How long have I been on? Because I've been, I've been showing y'all a lot of stuff and spilling a lot of old school tea. I don't know if y'all are ready for me to go yet. I've been on here an hour. Oh, wow. Went pretty quick. Let me try and read some of these super chats. Oh, yeah. And then somebody also in here was saying that um, they were asking me if I saw the Trayvon Martin video. <sighs> Lord. I did. And I posted on my Instagram. Let me see if I can um, find it for people who haven't seen it. It's just, and then the, the people who were in the video with Shane Dawson were crying tattooed tears, claiming they were young. They didn't know. They really didn't laugh. It was so many excuses. And I'm just like, you know, like, this is not okay. It's just, you know, I, I love comedy. I love jokes. I'm here for fuckery. But at some point in time, you have to have common sense as an adult and say that certain things are just not funny. You know, a child being killed. Over nothing, because we forget Trayvon Martin didn't do anything but whoop somebody's ass who was running, you know, to attack him. He thought this man was about to kidnap him and do something to him. He was defending himself. But somehow he's become this thug kid and, you know, and made a, a laughing stock. Why? That makes no sense. That young man would be in his 20s now. Let me see if I can find Here goes the video. Let me go ahead and play it for you guys here. This this is just real sickening. This is just real sickening. Let me scoot it over a bit. And they called this the talking shit challenge. I didn't know that talking shit consisted of talking shit about a dead teen. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, Nikki, I'm trying to make a video that families can I watch. can't do it about Jesus. Oh, God. Martin. Well, maybe you wouldn't been walking this around the streets if you had a job. Oh, it's a game. You know how sometimes you're just lost for words because you're just like you're just over the fuck shit and you're over the excuses. So can you younger people, especially to like the younger, you know, um, Younger white kids who just don't get it and they feel like, oh, you guys are tripping. Oh, this is all old. No, it's not. And it's not funny. But I just find it very interesting that when he was doing all the racial stuff and the blackface and, you know, saying nigga every other video, you know what I'm saying? It seemed like that was that was acceptable. It was funny. Oh, he's just, you know, he's just mocking, you know, popular culture. Calm down. But now everybody's trying to draw the line at his sexually explicit stuff. 
And he's been doing this for years, being just a, a debaucherous sexual deviant. As far as like, you know, I'm not saying that he's touched any kids because I don't I, we don't have proof of that. But just the things that he says about children, that that shirt that he wore with that little girl at that meet and greet that he made the little girl put on. How is that funny? When I did the video the other day about Shane Dawson, I put those clips in there. How is any of that okay? How can people still justify that? It's not okay. I just, I just think the whole thing is sick. And then the two people who are with him, I don't know if they're still doing YouTube. I don't really know their names. But I know um, they were posted, I, I think, was it Pop Crush? Somebody posted them on Twitter. And they were, you know, crying tattoo tears and trying to distance themselves. And But we didn't say anything. We just laughed. And it was uncomfortable laughter. And I was like, I clicked off. I, I didn't want to hear the excuses. I clicked off. Because if, if you didn't call it out before it went viral, before it became viral again, then you were complacent. Because you sure didn't make a video calling him out way before all of this. You didn't chastise him when he was doing it. So you were just as complacent. Um, let me read some of these super chats. Sorry if I haven't been reading them. Um, give me just a second here. Andy Lopez says, I have been watching you since 2013. Keep keeping it real. Thank you so much, Andy Lopez. Thank you for the super chat. I really appreciate it. I definitely will. Um, Martin number one says, but 100% agree. She should have been quiet about the Jeffree Star memo. And Blair gets shadow banned because she's a Republican conservative. Her million subs is hard work, not algorithm. Okay, perfect. Thank you for the super chat. I appreciate it. And I can see her being shadow banned because of that. Because they do tend to shadow ban a lot of people who are more conservative. But, and I, and I don't have an issue with anybody being conservative. I have no issue with people being a Trump supporter. That is your business. It has nothing to do with me. I'm not a Trump supporter. But people have the right to support whatever party they want to support. But, but she has said some problematic stuff. And that's the issue that people have with her. Um, Militia F sent the super chat. Thank you so much. Um, Farai McConey says, Jeffrey and Shane are disposable minions in a larger pedo ring in Hollywood that involves heavy Satan. Okay, I'm not about to read the whole thing. Thank you so much for the super chat. I appreciate it. I, get, I know what you're trying to say, but I'm not trying to read everything because then my stream going to start crashing and all that. But um, thank you. I, I get it. We're here. Trust me. Um, Shima Washington says, I normally do not support cancel culture. Or is it just you YouTube cheddar YouTubers out of respect? But please watch this about Shane Dawson. Okay. Thank you so much for the super chat. I'm going to have to check that out. Um, Ace1999 says, T, did you hear about the iran issuing a warrant for the arrest of trump yeah we talked about it on instagram i had posted it this morning i did hear about that thank you for the super chat thank you for coming through um alex gray today says i said before and i'll say it again because it was funny left my ass off jeffrey star is out here being professor x i love you t i love you too thank you for the super chat um hudson rivers says his mom was in the skits saying the n-word too the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Lord, <laughs> I swear every hour on the hour, I'm learning more and more about Shane Dawson. So there's videos of the mama saying the N-word. You can't make this mess up. Thank you, sis. Thank you for the super chat. This is ridiculous. 
This ridiculous. Asia Muhammad sent five. She says, hey, sis, I cannot send a message that I want to. It's frustrating. I'm not sure what's going on. How come you're not able to send the message? Super chat must be bugging again. So a lot of people saw that. Somebody said he gets it from his mama. YouTube plays favorites. You saw that too? Yeah, it's crazy. It really is. It's crazy. But like I said, these people have been on here for years. If you guys missed the beginning of the stream, um, you guys will be able to watch the playback. But Shane has been problematic for years. I remember there was a point when him and, um, who was the black lady? Jessica Lee. They were going back and forth, and I watched a video that they had posted. I'm telling you, go through that Shane Dawson hashtag on Twitter. It's like, that shit will keep you up at night. It's so damn. It's just like, wait, what? He did this? He said that? How was he not canceled years ago? But I watched him in a video with that girl, Tana Mojo, whatever her name is, Mojo Mojo. Um, they were doing a video together, and he was telling her about a dream that he had dismembering Jessica Lee and biting off her th her fingernails and breaking her neck. It was just like the most disturbing stuff. And it's like, even if you had that dream, why would you speak that into the, into the ether? Why would you tell somebody that shit? And then, you know, Tana's just sitting there laughing. I don't know if she's like kikiing because she thinks it's funny or she's laughing because it's uncomfortable. And then there were other videos of, of Tana and Shane where he's like, oh, he wants, because she had just turned 18. And he's like, now that you're 18, we can watch porn together. I can show you my pubic hairs. I'm like, who finds this funny? But these are the people that have millions of subscribers. And then somebody told me yesterday, because I remember when I first ran across Tana, I have felt so bad for her. She was doing a story time about a stalker, how this stalker was after her. Her and her mom had to move. And, you know, her boyfriend was there trying to protect her. And, and I'm like listening to this story like, oh, my God, this poor young girl. That's messed up. I can't believe that. And then I find out yesterday from somebody, because I don't watch her like that. I'm not in her age bracket, so I, I, I don't watch her. The last thing I knew she was involved in was the whole mess that happened with Tana, you know, the TanaCon thing. But one of my friends yesterday told me that she lied, that all her story times were a lie. It's like you can't make this shit up. So she basically it, it has this huge following from making, making up story times. Yeah, Ricky, thank you, uh, Rickety Wren says she was faking a lot of her videos. Like, it's just insane. Because I remember when I, that's the video that I first saw of her. And I didn't even know she was a big YouTuber. I, you know, her video just popped up when I was searching some stuff. And so I watched and her story was intriguing. I'm like, oh my God, you know, this poor girl. And then when I went to her profile, just to see if she had any other videos, I'm like, damn, she got billions of subscribers. And this was years ago. But yeah, I just found out last night, honey, that all them stories were fake. So I, I don't know. It's insane. It's insane. Gabby, I don't even know who Gabby Hanna is. I see people trying to cancel her. I don't even know who she is. Half these people, honey, unless they were like here for like years, I don't know who a lot of these people are. Um, I seen that she said some problematic stuff on Twitter and people are trying to cancel her. So I don't know. Look, somebody said T is legit flabbergasted. I really am. Yeah, somebody said she made a video called he effed me with a toothbrush. They said that was fake. But again, these people went viral from pushing fake story times, and they're rewarded with all types of stuff. The last thing she did was fake was marrying, was that Jake Paul when they supposedly got married? Was that marriage even real? 
Because then it was like a few months later they got divorced because he cheated on her. I just can't keep up with like this, that section of YouTube and their attention whoring. That's all it is. It's just like a huge cesspool of, of egos. And it's like this click. It's like a high school click. And unless you have a certain amount of subscribers, followers, you can't get in. You're on the outside. It's it's really crazy. It's really crazy. Did you hear about her whole scandal with iDubs? Yeah, I remember that. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I remember that years ago when she had the whole iDubs situation. When iDubs when iDubs was like, "Say nigger," and she was like, "Ah," you know. So that was crazy. But, you know, he basically called her out because she just thinks that she can use that word. And somebody told me that as recently as a few months ago, she was in the comment section calling somebody, uh, you know, uh, uh, the N-word. So I just, I don't know. I don't know, but these folks keep getting rewarded. That marriage was fake. Fake lips, fake hips. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hey, T, have you heard about the Lindsay situation? I don't know who that is. Hold on. Somebody said she peed. T, she peed on Shane. Oh, let me read this. She peed on Shane for a video. This is why I stay in my bubble. Okay, this is why I don't really tiptoe out of my little area. I like my space. I like being a loner. I like being me by me. Who pees on camera? On somebody and I bet you the video has millions of views they got their money and now everybody wants to cancel these people they've been showing you who they are they've been showing that they're sexual deviants and weirdos she peed on them oh, Lord. thank you essay for that tip <laughs> I mean that is insane I had no idea about that like I found out so much about Tana yesterday I was just in shock I'm like the little girl who, you know, who did the whole thing with TanaCon. They're like, yeah, she faked all her stories. And I said, I can't keep up with white YouTube, honey. It'd be too much. Too much. Let's see here. Um, all I do is win says JS and Shane are not going to be canceled 100%. They are the minority of the strongest patriarchy, white men. They're going to bounce back in seven months tops, I bet, honey. I don't think you've told one lie. That's why I said I hate cancel culture because it's dismissive and it's weak. Are they really not going to support him? That's that's what we're going to have to wait and see. Because again, remember, last month, everybody was canceling Doja Cat. But her video that she just dropped the other day, I didn't watch it. But somebody sent me a screenshot and they're like, oh, so much for cancel culture. She was trending. She was number one on trending on YouTube. So again, people say one thing and do another. So I agree with you. I don't think Jeffree Star is necessarily going to be canceled. Um, let's see here. Mimi Janelle says, I sent a super chat. I don't know if you saw it. I've been trying to reach you for weeks. I love you. And I have a few things I want to bring to your attention. Okay, just go ahead and email me, lovelyt2002 at Yahoo. You can email me there. Thank you so much for the super chat. Um, let's see here. Ferrari McConey sent another super chat, says YouTube YouTubers like Jake Paul are descendants of a evil elite bloodline. Them being on YouTube is devised and planned out. Okay, you're just super deep, honey. You are super deep with it today. She's all about her conspiracies. Thank you for the super chat, though. 
Um, Jessica Reed says, T, I love that you're talking about this. I've been following the Shane situation for a little bit. Keep being you, baby. I definitely will. Thank you so much for the super chat. I appreciate it. Um, that chick, no, no, says, sending you what I would have right now just because you're the only news I watch and trust before the news even tells me. You probably saved mine and my son's life by educating us. Love from Jamaica. The aunt I wish for. Oh, that is so sweet. Thank you so much. Thank you, sis. Thank you, you know, just for supporting. I really appreciate it. And I'm glad that my videos have helped you out in a positive way. You know, so this entire situation has just been very interesting. I've been on here for an hour and 11 minutes. I don't want to be on here too long. But I was just really shocked today when I was just going through the trending topics on Twitter and I'm like, once again, Shane is trending. Blair is trending. You know, everybody's acting so shocked. You know, all these videos are coming out. And I think it was Sanders Kennedy. I was watching one of his videos. And he was saying that Shane had deleted a bunch of his videos. They were able to pull receipts that he was going through and trying to delete a bunch of videos that he thought were problematic before people could find them. You know, so who, who knows what was on those videos that he ran to go delete. But the stuff that's already come out about him and the stuff that people are now posting on Twitter, that hashtag is just really disturbing. And the fact that he's been able to get away with this for years and been able to re reinvent himself from somebody who is making, you know, racial humor, doing blackface, talking about, you know, children in a sexual manner. And he was able to reinvent himself into a fucking YouTube grandfather, into a YouTube grandfather slash uncle figure, and now a makeup mogul. So again privilege but when we speak on it you claim that we're making it up but i just showed you the guy who literally put shane dawson on david spates gave him his first shout out till this day 10 years later david space ain't even at over two hundred thousand followers mr shy city who had a viral video one of the most viral videos on youtube at the time nowhere near where shane and them are so that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, it's just really unfortunate the things that they push and they promote and they support on this website. Every time I try and live stream, it's all types of issues, glitching, people getting kicked off. I mean, right now we've been holding steady with 10,000 people. But it's like there's always an issue when it comes to like black content and black content creators. But when I see, you know, gamers streaming and, and people who have big numbers on YouTube who are like, you know, who have millions of followers... I've never been in one of their live streams and seen anything glitch. I've never been in one of their live streams and been kicked out. But whenever I go live, everybody gets kicked out. You know, I just want it to be fair. Because for me, it's not about the numbers. I, I could care less. I get the support. I get the views. But it's just frustrating that we don't get the same type of treatment across the board. Everybody's videos should be going to that trending page. If it's a good video... If a, if a live stream has 17,000 likes, why is that not being pushed through the algorithm? Why is that not on trending? But if somebody's just beating their face with makeup or drops a new palette, it's on the trending page. You know, so Jeffree Star can break up with his, with his boyfriend. It's on the trending page. Jackie Anna drops her palette. That was nowhere on the trending page. So, yes, yeah, it's, it's a lot of stuff. You know, it's a lot of things that I see. And being here a, a long time and being an OG on here, I've seen a lot. And I don't forget too much. You know, I had DM Mr. Shy City, and I was like, I hope you don't mind me, you know, talking about you today. But I had to bring them up. 
Because I'm tired of this narrative that people are spinning like, oh, my God, I just found out that he was problematic. Oh, my God, I, I supported his conspiracy palette. I had no idea. Maybe for the most part, some people didn't have an idea. But for the most part, people knew. They just ignored it because of his numbers, because of his status. It's no different than Harvey Weinstein. I'm not comparing him and trying to say that he's, a you know, the R word. I'm not saying that. But it was the same thing. Harvey Weinstein is probably one of the least attractive men out there. Not trying to be superficial, not trying to, you know, go in on anybody's looks. But he's not what you would call attractive like that. In his face, his body. But he's pulling some of the baddest bitches. Why? Fame and status. Fame and status. When he calls, people will go running to his hotel room at 3 o'clock in the morning. Not because he was fine. Because of fame and status. And unfortunately, sometimes, when people have that much power, fame, and status, all common sense goes out the window. But people don't want to talk about that, honey. So on that note, I've been on here for an hour and 15 minutes. I don't want to make this stream too long. Um, let me read these super chats, and I'm going to be out. Um, Hillary Gillamy, sorry if I mispronounced it. She says, hey, T, love your channel. I recently subscribed to your podcast on Google Play, but some of your recent podcasts are not showing up. Is it me or have they not been posted yet? I'm not sure. I think with Google Play, it takes them longer. The one that's usually quicker, I know, is uh, Apple and Spotify. They tend to be the quickest because with Google Play, I've noticed that too. And I don't know because everything goes through an RSS feed. So I don't control when they drop into, you know, those playlists. So I'm not sure. So thank you so much for the super chat. And thank you for the question. I appreciate it. Um, let's see here. Let's see, let's see, let's see. S. Alaka says the only white YouTuber I stand is Phil DeFranco. Yeah, I like Phil, a.k.a. Sexy Phil. Now, if you've been out here for years, you remember when he was Sexy Phil, honey. Yeah, he that's the news guy of YouTube. Um, did you hear about the genetically engineered mosquitoes backed by BG? No, I did not. That's creepy. I hate mosquitoes. They tear me up every summer, honey. Like, in Minnesota, they might as well call Minnesota mosquito soda or some shit. Because we got a lot of mosquitoes up here because we, we're, like, they have, like, what is it, 10,000 lakes? And mosquitoes are bred in the water. So, every summer, we get a lot of mosquitoes. My legs be towed the hell up. I ain't got time. I don't care about Photoshop. People are like, damn, them mosquitoes tore your shit up. And you just going to post pictures with your legs looking like that on Instagram? I don't give a shit. It is what it is, honey. Scratch. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm nervous about that. I don't want to hear about no, no super mosquitoes. Because the regular ones do damage. Oh, my goodness. Um, let's see here. Um, Beauty Pageant Diary says, love you. I've been watching you since I was 16. I'm now 25. Wow. Thank you so much for the super chat, sis, and thank you for being an OGT sipper. I mean, it's crazy, you know, just thinking, like, how long this YouTube platform has been around, how long I've been on here, other people. And, it, it, you know, it kind of made me sad today, like, just thinking down memory lane at how many decent, humble content creators that we had. You know, like, I was a big fan of Miss Gia TV. I don't know what happened to her, but I remember me and her, we used to talk in the, I mean, I guess... People use the word DMs, but it was like an email messaging thing on YouTube. 
you know, and I remember her encouraging me and telling me to keep up the good work and, and things like that. I remember Tia, you know, her showing people how to perm their hair and then the girls trying to come after her like, uh-uh, she don't know what she's doing. You know, just people hating on her, you know, but, but she was persevering. I don't know whatever happened to Atia. I remember Happy Face. She had real, real, like, kinky hair. I remember she went on camera and was showing people that, you know, kinky hair can blow in the wind. And she was just so cool. She made natural hair tutorials. Like, just so many people, you know, just not here anymore. You know? And, and, and like, to look at how much the platform has evolved. Like, how much, like, we would give tips. Free tips. We were showing people how to make, you know, whipped shea butter. How to take care of our hair. How, you know, don't use these shampoos because they have sulfate in them. You know how to take care of our skin. And then you have major corporations watching our YouTube channels, watching our tutorials. And then you turn around and Suave has a natural line. And Dove has a natural line for black hair with shea butter in it. None of these products were here or even thought about before YouTube. Even the makeup looks. Look how, look how much the makeup has changed. Back when YouTube started, it was just light makeup. It wasn't all this blending and brushes and 50 different colors. Most people didn't even know that that's how people wore makeup. It was just real light, real simple. Go and look at the girls from Flavor of Love from the first season. Look how their makeup was. Everybody just looked plain. Just blue eyeshadow, maybe silver eyeshadow, and that was it. But then we'd have people who knew makeup. Then you had, like, you know, people from the drag community and people who played with makeup. You know, um, Michelle Pham, people like that. Uh, what's her name? C Candy, Candy Johnson. I remember her. And I was like, why? Wow, I didn't even know you could do all that with makeup. And now it's commercial. Now it went from it being fun to now some of the biggest makeup um, companies. Kylie Jenner, Kim Kardashian. Her makeup company just hit a billion dollars or something today. I seen a lot of this stuff came from regular, everyday people on YouTube. Um, Travis Bass since 999 says, T, I've been watching you since 2017. When your vids surface about New York on the next 15, about New York on the next 15 versus L'Oreal, when her ex-husband made some colorist statement about black women. Oh, that was a video from a long time ago. Okay, I do remember that. That was like back from like Love and Hip Hop New York. And because um, L'Oreal had said something about dark skinned women. And yeah, and I had did that video. I've done so many videos over the years. Like y'all literally reminded me. I, be for, I forgot I even did the video. But thank you so much. Thank you for, you know, the super chat. And thank you for coming through. I appreciate it. Um, my favorite shirt. Okay, I like that name, honey. This is my favorite shirt. I just got it. It's my new favorite shirt. <laughs> Um, says people swear their faves have one black friend means they can't be racist. I love you, T. I come to you and a few other people for facts, not non-biased upfront commentary. Thank you so much. Thank you for the super chat. Thank you for coming through. Um, let's see here. Timothy uh, Tillis says, the first video I watched about Azealia Banks getting roasted by DC Youngfly. Me, my friend, and my girlfriend love you. You always stay positive. Thank you so much. I truly appreciate it. What's up, Brie from New York? I see you in the comments. So on that note, you guys, I'm going to go ahead and head out. Hope you guys enjoyed this stream. Hope you guys enjoyed going down memory lane. I'm also going to go ahead and re-upload it as well, just because there were so many issues, um, you know, in the event that YouTube doesn't 
upload the whole thing. I'm just going to go ahead and re-upload that. I think people really liked that I did that yesterday, so I'm going to do it again. Um, let's see here. We got one more super chat. Oh, Travis Timmons. What's up, Travis? He says, T, did you hear about Melvin? The Melvin, his car accident. He lost his friend. He's one of the funniest on YouTube. I think you mean, you mean Trey Melvin? No, I didn't hear about that. So Trey Melvin lost his friend in a car accident? I didn't hear about that. I'm sorry to hear that, though. I didn't, I didn't know that. Mm-mm. Yeah, I remember watching Trey Melvin and uh, Waterman Lindrea and all them, you know, skits that he used to do. You know, those are the good days of YouTube, but things have changed, and, you know, everybody wants to act brand new and surprise, honey. Don't, you know, I don't forget shit, so. On that note, you guys, I'm out. Enjoy your evening. Thank you guys for the support, and I'll see you guys later. Have a good evening.